0: You ready? Yep. Are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous. <laughs> I'm <gonna> start
1: laughing. <laughs>
0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of the prime train podcast now we've got a very exciting episode today but before i jump into it i just want you guys uh if you are listening on the spotify please give us a five star review that'd be appreciated very 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 much and if you're on the uh, YouTube, then make sure that you like the video and then drop a nice little comment, maybe something nice in the comments, because we love nice comments. Don't <laughs> get many of them these days, don't do not get you? many, no. Uh, I'm very honored to welcome to the podcast today, the Prime Potty, Ben Silvani. How are you today, Ben? Yeah, good,
1: mate. Thanks for having me. Mate, Happy no worries. Can
0: you come closer to you? <laughs> yeah, ben, sure. <laughs> get sure. in, get in. Sorry, mate. That's legs right. don't fit under the table. <laughs> ben does have big legs. You're, you're a big guy. How tall are you these
1: days? Six foot six. What same height as... Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant so not as
0: athletic though
1: not not quite
0: nearly, <laughs> nearly not quite
1: though.
0: <laughs> who would you say do you reckon we win a dunk contest you MJ
1: MJ then daylight and then myself
0: <laughs> this is the first time I've heard you be humble Ben <laughs> I don't know what's going on
1: you could give the people what they want <laughs> give them the honest facts
0: well uh Ben it's uh yeah it's great to have you on the potty I think that there might be a few people out there that know who you are but Uh, let's just go elevator pitch, give me a 15 second synopsis of who you are.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of people would know my dad and my brother, (laughs) and then they'd probably know me. They'd know my grandfather as well. Mm -hmm. So, son of Stephen Silvani and brother of Jack Silvani. So yeah, I'm Ben Silvani.
0: Okay, so you're one of the Silvanis, you're in in the mix there.
1: Yeah, maybe top five if I'm lucky, so.
0: (laughs) Top five in your family? Maybe. Yeah, okay. (laughs) on the border you got quite a famous family
1: yes i do in in regards to the football world so Mm -hmm. and my mum as well actually i was gonna say in the chemist warehouse world yeah well and um she she was on sale of the century so i get a lot of a lot of grown-ups coming up to me and saying they remember mum from from the show so um, yeah, can't forget about mum either. So she she could be top three as well.
0: She she's definitely. I think she'd be top two.
1: Yeah, so I'd do say. I. Um,
0: I yeah, it was actually funny. I was actually in Darwin on the weekend. Did go went to Chemist Warehouse to get myself some hydrolyte. There was your mum standing right in front of me, selling everything. Obviously on like a poster. There's millions she's of her in
1: there. Yeah, just like plastered all over over Chemist Warehouse.
0: Going for uh, for famous families. Your old man is obviously quite well known as you said in the footy world um yep. talk to me about him
1: him well steve or steve-o to me I, he's actually just got a new job at st kilda i know he's a as, as list the, manager isn't he yeah as the list manager so back to the saints he once played afl football for carlton 312 games um how many goals 202 Very good. uh and then um yeah made the team of the century um, so yeah he's a pretty handy player and then grandfather 236 games from 1958 to 1970 for Carlton as well and then Jack who's still currently playing on 99 not out so should, should knock up the ton in round one Hopefully, I do Carlton. have a
0: quiz. I do have a quiz for you to start us off. Yeah, go. I'll, I wanted you to list as many of your old man's achievements as you possibly can.
1: Oh God! <laughs> well, 300 games, mm-hmm. 200, 202 goals, including a a bag of 10 goals, six against Wait, This could Fitzroy. be the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, AFL team of the century, Carlton team of the century. There's an Italian team of the century. Uh, two best and fairest's he there's five all australians but it's actually seven because um you know it was the vfl and turned afl so that's a touchy subject with him so Mm -hmm. he says seven so i'll run with that um two premierships which are the important ones uh and i think he played in like 26 finals or something as well. It's a
0: very, very impressive resume. I've also got here mark of the year and uh, obviously I had another one as well
1: Uh, International rules Yeah, represented them as well So Which is pretty impressive Yep Um, And obviously Hall of Fame Which is Hall of Fame Actually, I think he might have gotten best on In one of the international rules Or best player of the tournament Did he play as a goalkeeper? As a goalkeeper So he must have have done all right. Kept a few out of the net
0: that is very good. Yeah. The, I remember Dustin Fletcher used to always be the um, the man in the in the goals when I grew up watching it. It's
1: usually the lengthy full backs. Mm. so they chuck them in goals and the lengthy no, ones. Yeah, exactly right. Runs in and the they family. Do their best, <laughs> yeah. not quite.
0: Well, Ben, look, I wanted uh, on that topic of family. I, I kind of wanted to go through a little bit of your growing up um, life because I think that that obviously sets you know you up for. Your life, um, you know, later obviously you get drafted and you play a little bit of football and and I think that it's a really important journey to go through because I think that you have so many things to touch on that will just be really beneficial for a lot of people to hear and then a lot of habits that I think that you've employed into your life that uh, especially a lot of youngsters going through that similar path will be able to follow and take notes from. So um, a little bit of your growing up life, you, you always were in Melbourne.
1: Yeah, always in Melbourne, so, yeah, lived around Kew and born since, you know, since 2000, since I was born, so, yeah, and been pretty steady there, and we've grown up, gone to school at Xavier, um, played footy at Greythorn Falcons and Q and Comets, so never really deviated too far from the house. Two brothers? Two brothers, an older and a younger, Jack and Tommy, mm-hmm. Both both good people.
0: Who was the Who was the better footballer growing up? I,
1: I think they would be happy to say that I was the best junior. Yeah, um, I was a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a man child. I was just a bit taller. Um, but yeah, doesn't really mean anything. Jack's still in the league, and <laughs> you know, I may have been out of the system for still a few years it. now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> still kicking it. Um, what position did you play when you were growing up? Because obviously you played a little bit of footy, like you said you were college and then did you do a bit of would well, league but
1: um. yeah yeah at oakley charges so like growing up through as he as a real young star actually played in the ruck and just you know was kind of that extra midfielder and then eventually progressed to a forward and then as i got to oakley and vic metro i they needed a defender and they saw the last name and thought you know dad's a pretty handy defender we'll chuck him down back and you know, unfortunately I played all right and I've been a defender ever since, so.
0: <laughs> do you reckon that that uh, last name, do you reckon that helped you a little bit throughout your junior career or were you always, uh, you you're always yeah. a good, good enough footballer to make those teams?
1: Well, it, it's noticeable, like on paper, like dad was a recognisable player and Jack was in the league as well while I was coming through the ranks, so um, it, You know, people see it and, you know, are able to put two and two together. But I think at the end of the day, I'd put in a body of work to make myself good enough to get to the league or get drafted at least. So, you know, your name can only take you so far. But if you're not good enough, you're not going to make it. So Mm. I think that's... You know the end of that argument of people saying you only got drafted because your dad. Because <laughs> you know there's the argument where oh your dad was the list manager, but in his contract he had you know you can't have any involvement with your sons. And we were coming through, um, we were coming through the ranks while he would just started being the list manager at Carlton. So it was up to the other list managers and recruiters to make their own opinions about us. And you know Jack had a really good national championship game where he kicked six goals or something against wa put him on the map and then um yeah i I played a role as a lockdown defender which you know made carlton you know say my name on draft night Mm. so
0: what was it like the process of getting drafted so your draft year the year that you were meant to get drafted you had an injury
1: yeah, just like probably just over halfway through the year. So what injury a, was that? My thumb. Yeah, my thumb was broken. There was something wrong with the the tendon or something. How like. long was were you out for? Um, oh, a question. I was I was in a I remember I was in a splint for that long. Like yeah. I had even once it was healed, I still had to wear it. So I I can't remember how long I was in that. That was like. I reckon that was in. I was in this splint for like four or five months, but I reckon I couldn't do contact for probably six, seven weeks, maybe. Like it was gone. And then, like, all the muscle I'd built on my, my right side because I couldn't lift weights. You're looking was like
0: stuck. Rafael Nadal with the one one arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. it was starting the to wear a no
1: Yeah, because I, I, I first did it at Vic Metro training campbell brown actually broke it so shout out to him yeah shout out to campbell Brown, <laughs> his dog he's a nut, known hard nut he's a good man just don't was, tell
0: him that don't tell him, you told I, him I actually you're a dog. i
1: actually told i i did see him out one night and he wasn't we saw him in him. noosa do you remember yeah yeah we did that but I, yeah i saw him i saw him um one night and um, just you know, said you broke my thumb, you <laughs> dove. and then he told me he'd break something else, and then realized realized it was me, and he you know he had a good laugh about it. So he's a he's good not man. someone I want to get into a fight with Campbell Brown. No, he's pretty tough. So, oh, I would not. You know, want I would. To fight. I wouldn't mess with him. But yeah, it was an it was an accident. It was it was like a two degree night, and you know the ball the ball hit it, and he did something to it. It was just like, you know, that was the first break I, I had in it, and then. I ended up playing like one or two more games, I think it was a school footy game and yep. then just did it in the last game of the year and that was it, so. And you
0: you knew though in June, July that you were going to get drafted. So yeah. I guess that your mental uh, positioning on the whole thing wasn't
1: too negative i think they yeah they told me after i'd done it the second time because i was starting to get worried where they go yeah you know your season's over you you're and also then,
0: like injury prone like i think that a lot of clubs look at kids yeah. get a few injuries like oh i'm not sure if we're going to pick him but yeah. obviously you know you're you probably had already set the foundation before that
1: yeah correct so yeah I, I hadn't really had too many injuries before that and then this happened but yeah they were lucky enough to tell me that you know things go your way Mm. you'll be and you're around we'll pick you up so that was good of them and you know Removed a lot of the stress and I said you can focus on your studies now. So. Did
0: you focus on your studies? Yeah, yeah, I did. No, I saw <laughs> in your face just then that you are lying to me. I did focus on my studies. How, uh, how hard did you focus on your studies?
1: Really hard. Yeah, though. okay. Or you should study really oh, hard. I don't believe yeah. I
0: don't believe anything. Oh, I got a degree, degree now,
1: so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, if you have your time again hmm. and you know you're getting drafted, you should study. Very, very hard. What if you don't know you're getting drunk? What if you're
0: in that middle? You should
1: still study. Yeah. You, you know, like, you don't know what you... Like, everyone says a footy doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. So you should, you know, put down the foundation to know at least what you want to do or what you can do. Do you feel like you got school. a bit of
0: benefit out of that during footy, uh, you know, during that end of year 12 where you were like, I'm going to just focus on study here instead of my footy?
1: Yeah. I, I did. I thought I studied a lot harder than what I did, but obviously it didn't go my way.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because I, look, ATAR is not everything, but I didn't get the ATAR that I wanted, mm-hmm. but I made up for it at uni and whatnot. Like I, I studied all throughout the time I was playing footy. So it's not like, oh, I didn't get the score I want. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not never going to try be smart ever again It yeah. just it, for this one particular year my studies didn't go my way so <laughs>
0: your studies didn't go your way or I, you didn't I, I study through, hard enough. through
1: no fault of my <laughs> yeah, can't be no fault of my own they didn't teach me the things i wanted to be taught so <laughs> it
0: couldn't have been their fault no no, no it couldn't no, be your no, fault no it wasn't I my mean. fault no it was it was
1: actually it was definitely my fault like yeah it's a hard year to balance. Like, you know, like I told you a bit about what, what my schedule was looking like. They're long days. Get home at 8, 8.30 after, you know, six or seven hours of school and heaps of training. The last thing you want to do is study. So I, a lot of the time I was going off natural natural ability or natural smart, smartness. Smartness. <laughs> natural intelligence, natural maybe. Natural intelligence, yeah. So um, that's what... What I did. Do you and, have
0: any advice for people that are going through that, I guess year twelve, position where, you know, they're they're trying to balance it all out. Is there something that they should prioritise, or are you happy to to kind of split it 50-50?
1: Yeah, no I, no, I think like you you can't really work around like what your team training is and whatnot. Like they have set times and set finishes, so you know you've got to block out those three four hours of training and then but you just got to be really organized about when you're going to be you know committed and devoted to to studying because i i would maybe have like a 10 15 minute patch of you know really focused study only because i was so tired but and then you know the 45 minute break and that's not yeah. the way I should go about it. I should have maybe gone thirty to forty minutes of really intense study and then have a, a spell after that and maybe go again. You if know? you could have your time again, would you
0: have changed anything in that in in that year? Would I? Apart from the injury because you can't yeah, change that.
1: Um would I have No, nah, look, it was a fun year, but it was hectic hours. Yeah. Like I wouldn't really want to go back to that year like there's the stress of school there's the sc- the stress of the draft like that is not fun that, that i want was, to get to that the draft yeah, nine yeah what, like you know what does yeah like before i knew i was getting drafted and because i wasn't a high pick or i wasn't no certainty to get drafted i was like i was still st- as stressed as everyone else and then um the stress of studying and then you know trying to get good marks and you know, there's there a standard set by by Jack as well, which I'm competitive, so I wanted to beat him, and you know he he got me again, so um, yeah, there was there was a lot of stress throughout that year. There's look, I wouldn't change it because it shaped me into who I am, but I wouldn't go back to that year by any means. Like that was not it was fun, but not fun at the same time.
0: Yeah. Well, at the end, you got drafted, you got picked up by the Carlton Football Club. Yeah your old man was the list manager? Yep. I don't know if that's a conflict of interest, but I'm just going to leave that to the side.
1: Like I mentioned earlier, I'm is gonna, out
0: of his contract. I'm going to leave you're, it to you're the just side. just like
1: every other person I play <laughs> against. Like, well, all say is you only got drafted because you your dad. Like, think of something new. I've heard it all before. <laughs> Mate,
0: I'm not out in the field giving you a stick. I was yeah. sitting in a podcast room. That's because I was out stick. playing <laughs> AFL
1: and you are out playing local footage.
0: <laughs> and dominate. Yeah, and, do- and I was out playing AFL. AFL. So I've lied in front looking. of the cameras. <laughs> not getting a kick, unfortunately yeah neither what what was it like uh draft night you get picked up you're the king of Carlton. you know you're i guess you you kind of put there as you you've got a famous name yeah it's an exciting thing for fans yeah people are starting to know you you probably get inundated with some new followers yeah it's uh it's a it's a massive hit of of positive energy
1: really exciting like something that I'd dreamed of my whole life and then more, like, even dreamt, dreamt of more once Jack got drafted. So, you know, once I saw him get drafted, I was like, and saw the times he was having, the relationships he's building and, you know, getting to play on the big stage and, and you know, um, play pretty well. I thought, you know, this this is what I want to do. So that, yeah, that was unbelievable. Like, doing what Jack, dad and normal have all done uh dream come true i think a lot of the supporters would have been sick sick of you know the sylvanis by then like all (laughs) all the hoo-ha with jack had had just finished up and i think i think he might have been going into i think he hit a form slump and was just getting bashed by the media yep so yeah i think me coming in would have probably you know, they're happy for me, but there's only so much you can take of one family, isn't there? You That's know? fair enough. Yeah, I would be yeah, sick of it. No, nah, he's he's playing well now though, so yeah, nah, got he got over is. it. One of the few to, you know, break out of the slump. So good on him. He is playing
0: very well. Uh, kind of playing as that like third tall, like tall pressure. He's just a hybrid, thing. mate. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of playing this weird role. Anyway, he's he's doing absolutely fantastically, and we're very happy for him. What did you find as the biggest difference? uh from that draft year into getting drafted yeah. in terms of the way that you live your life the
1: professionalism yeah um like it's a job like it's um it's hard to explain like you think growing up you you know you're just playing footy for fun and you know you want to get drafted and play afl but it like everyone takes it as seriously as you and you know it I think every AFL player was that that guy who took footy too seriously at junior level (laughs) and local level, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. No, and there's nothing wrong. I was definitely that person. But then, you know, everyone's as serious as you, so there's meetings and all that, and the bodies are huge. Like, I've come in as an 18-year-old fresh out of school, and like I said, I'm maybe 80 kilos, and then trying to play as a key position player against... Jacob Wiedering, who's 180 kilos, like he's enormous, <laughs> you know? So it's it, you, you get there and you just see like, there's a lot of work I have to do before I'm actually ready to play because I didn't come into the system ready-made. And, you know, they emphasize that saying, like, you're probably not going to be ready to play for round one. And I was all right with that. Like, I'm happy to play. Still getting and, paid? Well, it's not about the money, <laughs> mate. Like, I didn't care about the money. I was just happy to be there. So I, I just yeah i just knew there was a lot of work i needed to do and um yeah i had to put on a lot of weight i wasn't that fit as i thought i was but i wasn't as fit as i needed to be to play afl so um, i didn't really get that sword until my second year and yeah i started to put things together i thought in my second year before i got delisted mm. so
0: what did you do with your uh, I guess diet there because you said you had to put on a little bit of weight and you probably did in that first year.
1: Yeah, it's actually great because you're just encouraged to eat.
0: What do what kind of things were you? I eating? didn't
1: really. I wasn't really big on like. I didn't really eat bad bad foods. Like mum was really good because obviously she's you know married to dad and had to cook for him. So <laughs> I've always actually eaten a pretty, pretty well. good diet. Yeah, a pretty good diet. It just. You know more i just needed to eat more so i'd get home starving you know smash my face full of whatever mum had whipped up and then you know i'd be off to bed and do it again the next day but it was yeah I'd just encouraged to eat um and that was it basically like seven serves of protein i think i needed a day of 30 grams wow. I so that was like tuna there were bars we made shakes um and that was that was hard actually to keep up on like two hundred and ten grams of protein. It's a lot of protein. Yeah. I don't even think anabolic gay would have that much. So
0: <laughs> well, that is a hell of a lot of protein. That actually segues perfectly into uh if you guys are wanting some uh, more protein into your diet, then you can go and check out our supplements which are online. You can also go check out any of our programs. Um, we also have Prime Train Apparel as well. So make sure you go check that out. If you use the code podcast, you will get 20% off. I'm pretty sure I've sent you some of the products.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: I've given you some vanilla protein.
1: Delicious and it doesn't even protein. taste like protein. It's like a milkshake, it's which, a milkshake, Yeah. I do love a good milkshake as well. We're so, a big fan. Yeah.
0: So make sure you guys go check that out. Like I said, use podcast, the code podcast to get 20% off. grass-fed whey protein isolate which is just the greatest protein that you can ever get your hands on we obviously have orange flavoured pre-workout and then the prime creatine which is great for energy and improving your performance a big thanks to Woot for being one of the greatest fitness trackers on the market they just sent me out a couple of new bands so now I'm rolling with the black band I've got a blue band and then a white band so I can actually wear it with any type of attire any type of colours if I'm going out they just fit perfectly um, into any any type of daily setting. So I use my Whoop band to track my recovery, my sleep, my daily strain as well. Um, It's also got a new feature where you can actually monitor your stress, which is absolutely amazing. So make sure you guys go and check out Whoop ASAP because they are the greatest way to track any of your fitness sort of stuff. Bugger off with that Apple Watch, bugger off with that Garmin. It's time to get yourself a Whoop to keep up. To date with everything that's going on inside your body gee whiz i'm i'm good at that aren't i yeah
1: you rehearsed that a few times i actually
0: haven't i just i've just i don't know it's pretty good thanks mate i'm impressed thank you thank you i've, I've had a couple of a couple of goes on previous po- podcasts but i'm feeling very smooth with it yeah that was good thanks I- <laughs> all right moving on let's talk about you get to the new stage you're a young man you're a young lad You're surrounded by some older gents having beers on the weekend and stuff uh you know you're probably getting into clubs and into pubs and into bars pretty easily as a young fella what was it like being the man around town being able to go out have some beers uh just freshly getting drafted
1: yeah no it felt good like um you kind of just felt a little bit like a celebrity although I hadn't really done anything different <laughs> like at that stage I hadn't really done anything and you only go out so much because you're in the thicker pre-season and you're trying to get get in shape but yeah it, it was actually good like you know you're one of the few people straight out of school with a full-time job so you're happy to buy mates drinks and whatnot so yeah that was fun actually like you know we used to go to um arcadia hotel arc or yeah. shark park and had a, <laughs> had a good time there so um yeah that was that was great fresh fresh it. out of school and yeah great memories
0: now obviously coming out of school yep and going out a fair bit what were the girls like after you'd first been drafted you're going out a lot
1: yeah no nah, that they were nice. They were nice to me, like a little <laughs> bit nicer than they had been when I was at school. But like, you know, a little yeah, bit they, nicer
0: when you weren't on
1: an AFL list. Yeah, yeah. They were a lot nicer when I was on the list. Yeah. So, but that's alright. You know, everyone, everyone likes a footballer, <laughs> so I so think so. Um, but yeah, like you, you, you know, you, you just got to be careful. Yeah. Because people just sometimes want you for for you know your profile or you know they're they're making a bit of money the footballers so you got to be pretty careful but Mm. yeah i I was brought up in a way where i got to be respectful and i knew how to behave so um yeah I, i was always pretty careful
0: that's a very good response there, Ben. Yeah. You've done extremely well to quell that question. Thank you. <laughs> very, very good. So you had one year in COVID, didn't you?
1: Yeah, the original COVID year, 2020. Yep. How yeah. was
0: that in the, on a list? Oh,
1: shocking. Like, oh, was just that, like, one, that was
0: your last year before you got delicious. My well.
1: last year. So it was just like, so I, I love playing footy, um, but it's just, I can't be a footballer a hundred percent of the time. Like yeah, I course. need to to let the hair down and, you know, be, be an idiot for an hour or two a day or, you know, go- Or long, longer. Yeah, or longer, or 24 hours. But <laughs> I, or like, I just can't, you know, be footy orientated the whole time. So you'd be in this hub or with all the players and coaching staff and the rest of the staff and it'll be nine o'clock and a coach will grab you to, talk about footy and it's just like you're on your way to bed and here you are going through tactics or what you need to do better it's like it's in in one ear and out the other because I'm you know I at this stage of the night I don't care because I've I've listened to what I need to do today I've had my fix of footy and I just can't be a footballer for the rest of the night I just can't comprehend anything that's going in your so,
0: mental capacity would be so low oh and at it, 9 just PM. like
1: yeah it was different because i wasn't in the first team at the, um so i was playing scratch matches that you know i oh. had 12 on 12 sometimes and you know dad would call me up after the game and be like how did you play i'm like yeah it was all right but i wasn't playing footy like it's 12 on 12 it's like it's like keep Aus- you off. yeah exactly it's like kick. i said don't i mean it's like aflx yeah and it's hard <laughs> because you're not playing for anything either it's you're playing a season full of practice matches with less numbers and no official umpires no fans it's just it was weird for me but in saying that i did go out i played i thought i played pretty well and i i had a good time it was just there was no light at the end of the tunnel for me because the people whose positions i was competing for were jacob Weedering and liam jones and you know, they were dominating at that stage. You played stage. a little
0: bit forward, though, didn't you?
1: I did, but I'd, I'd started playing pretty well down back. So, all the development coaches were getting around me and I just wasn't hearing much from AFL. So, you know, and I wasn't hearing anything and we were in the hub and, you know, I saw the coaches a million times a day. So, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't much communication, but, you know, that's that's about it. You know, I, ju- I did what I could and it didn't work out. It's...
0: Look, the the one of the big reasons I wanted to get you on for this chat is because a lot of the time we have these kids that expect to be Chris Chard or they expect to be Dustin Martin and expect to, they think that it's normal to be able to spend fifteen years in the system. But yeah. like the re, the reality is, sometimes you get drafted, and you know it's a lot of your life, but sometimes you only spend one to three years. I think that that's the average, like I think two years is like the average of, of what people generally spend in the system. So yeah. I think, you know, moving forward and then you have uh eventually the delisting at the end of that COVID year, which obviously would just would have been heartbreaking for you. Yeah. Um, but like how how did you kind of manage that and work through that?
1: Yeah, I was lucky, um I right, we were in Queensland, like i you know, had my exit meeting and then I I drove up to to Noosa. So they, you know, I was out of the hub then and didn't have to, you know, isolate from anyone. I could live like a normal person. So that was refreshing, but I was on the phone constantly to mum and dad and my close friends, because it's, you put a a lot of your eggs in in that basket to play AFL and then, you know, in the blink of an eye, it's taken away. So, and then you get all, all these emotions and feelings and as if like, well, what do I do now? Like, I haven't finished my degree. I'm in Queensland, Melbourne's in lockdown. What, what, what do I do? So, you know, I kind of just enjoyed myself for two or three weeks up in Noosa and you know, my, mum and dad have a, a nice place up there, so. Very nice that, place. We like it yeah, up there. Yeah, we do like it up we there. like it. So that, that was good and that was refreshing, but hadn't seen my family and other than Jack in however many months. So I eventually went home, uh, sat out the rest of lockdown and, um, yeah, just, I ended up just churning through my, my uni. And, um, yeah, I was lucky just to get great support from everyone. And, yeah, it, it was just hard. It just took time. Like, I, I, I just kept training. I was coming off injuries. I had to rehab them. It just wasn't fun like yeah. there's no good way to go about it like being yeah. locked down injured and without a job so yeah so, n- mentally how much did
0: being delisted take a toll on you
1: yeah heaps like i like even now like if like i don't you get your yeah, person on the field who will bring it up doesn't matter but i i still prefer if like my friends or my family don't bring it up like of course it's i think it's almost the only job in the world where you can take the mickey out of someone for you know getting fired essentially and expect them to be all right with it wow yeah
0: that's so true yeah She just gave me chills
1: yeah so it's like you, i had people like i I could be in an argument with someone and they'd bring it up and i'm expected just to cop <clears throat> that on the chin it's you know it's, it's different so I look I'm I'm over I'm over it now like I've moved on to to different things but you know it's still it was still a part of my life and you know I, I wish I could have been playing footy for 20 years like it, it's the best environment the best job in the world and I still stand by that so to get it stripped from me and then for people to bring it up and make make fun of me and you know other people about it it's probably not it's not fair like I, I it's not I can joke about it but it's not all right if <laughs> other people joke about yeah. it you know so do you think that it was more difficult for you
0: because you didn't really have an exit plan like you didn't really know exactly what you're going to do next
1: yeah well yeah that made it difficult like uh, like you said these young boys think they're going to play for 10 15 years I thought I was going to play for 10 years and I thought I was coming to and going to be a good player from where I was in my first year to where I was in my second year. So I thought I was making the right the right steps and then, you know, I get delisted and then the world's put on hold. So it's it's not like I wasn't trying to set myself up for post-footy. It's I didn't have enough time. Like I I'd right. been studying for 2 years. There's no no there's people in worse positions than me who, you know, have heaps of bills to pay, mouths to feed and are without a job like yeah, it was. You know, I I had to think of it like that. Like, I wasn't happy, but I, you know, there were people who were worse off than I was. Is there anything that you did to get back on the horse? Um, I look. I think going away to Noosa was really nice for me. Mm. Like, I could just because I I'm that's my happy place. Like, I'm very happy there. I sit on the beach, sit at the surf club, have a few drinks with. We love it. it. With, with or without you, I don't really care.
0: <laughs> you love it with me. Yeah, it's not. Bad. We love a jap lager. Yeah, we do. We, we love we a do. Noosa
1: Heads jap lager. Yeah. So yeah. I, that was refreshing, and I think for the first few days, like I'd I'd get home and I'd I'd be pretty upset because, you know, it was still, it's still I'm still highly emotional in regards to what had happened, um, and then you know it just took a while for it to wear off. Um, so and then like I ended up. Getting a job with um, some good friends over at at um, Piccaccio Wine Cellars. Oh yeah, um, just in Northbourne. Nice. So um, that was that was really good, and I got to talk um, smack about that about you know like my whole career and whatnot. Yeah, and, uh, they they were Carlton and Collingwood supporters, but they they you know they were really smart about what to bring up, and then. Um, you know what not to bring up as well, like they were very respectful with with how I was in regards to my career, and then I could talk to them about i was I was comfortable talking to them about how I was feeling m- more so comfortable than you know what I was with like my my mum or dad, family, da- which is obviously dad yeah dad's career panned out really nicely, and then you know um like sometimes you just don't want to talk to your mum about. Certain things as well. They just
0: so. sometimes
1: get in your ear, mums, don't they? Yeah, They're well, like, yeah, they let up. Yeah, mum's mum's the best supporter, but it's like sometimes I don't like talking to her about footy because <laughs> she's like, she like well, oh yeah, she did. Yeah, she's watched a lot of games of footy. Don't get me wrong, and she knows her things, but yeah. you know, there's some things that she doesn't know. Yeah, so. As much as she'd like to argue that, but, you know. <laughs> Oh hopefully your
0: mum's not watching this. <laughs> no, nah,
1: she'll watch. She, she's a great supporter. She'll she'll we be, love her. She'll we be do the love She will be the first of you. But she'd understand that like I I like to go talk to other people about things. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it is. And how
0: important is that to have those other people that are there to support you, whether it's uh extended family or it's close friends that you can kind of escape to?
1: So important because you can't you can't just sit there and get get over something traumatic on your own like I I thought like being dis, uh, delisted was a, not not actually a traumatic experience but it's a major event in my life so um, like having the, those friends and family around you to talk to and support it's really important like Will Golds, who's one of my, my best mates he was in a very similar position to me as well mm. injured throughout basically the whole second year and then delisted and we live a minute away from each other, so um, we were able to bounce off each other, the ways we were feeling, what helped, um, and then you know, there's there's always that that um, motivation after you know a few years in the system to get back at it and you know try and make it a list again because well, you know you feel like it was too short.
0: Let's let's talk about it. We yeah. we we've, we've got footy this year. Yep. You're going to be playing for Collingwood VFL?
1: Correct, yes.
0: Um, talk to me about that because I'm really excited to see how you go and I'm excited to see if you might just have a bit of a blinding year. And
1: Yeah, I think I've, it's the best I've felt in a little while. Um, you know, I've just had injuries and all that. My shoulders have been no good and my hamstring, but you know, I get a full pre-season. I had most of the year off last year. Um, just to to work and travel and you know see what I want to do and yeah I was lucky the the passion came back to play um, and yeah I've I've moved across to you are you know, allowed to do that are you, are you allowed to play for the pies well Carlton delisted me so do I Carlton can pl- be- I, I can play wherever I want well can't that's I? fair that is they, fair. they didn't want me no if, fair if they wanted if they wanted me they would have asked me to play day, <laughs> you
0: know? well I reckon. Um, if i could do like a sports bet thing yeah of who i think would uh would draft you first yeah. you know who'd be the top who st kilda you know why why's that because your old man's <laughs> list manager.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did God. just
0: get a new job as the saints list manager didn't
1: he yeah he did yeah. um and while we're at that, if you're going to sledge me, make sure, you sledge no. Liam, <laughs> make sure you sledge Liam Stocker. I'm not letting him get away with this. He's be, he was drafted to Carlton by our, my old man. Mm-hmm. And then now he's at St Kilda. Coincidentally, where dad's just become the list manager. Mm. So shout out to Stock. You're, I hope you cop it worse than I do. <laughs>
0: shout out stocks we can't be having that can we Nah, can't the be having that
1: dad treating some random kid from hampton better than his own son like, <laughs> come on
0: <laughs> must be in his contract no more sylvanis oh, can't, yeah. no, can't draft sylvanis that
1: would be the first thing written down i reckon
0: <laughs> is there anything that you reckon is stopping you from getting drafted this year
1: um and what are well, you going to do to to combat that? Look, it's it's not a matter of me like going out of my way and setting a goal f- to to get drafted again. It's like I'm happy to play as, you know, at the highest level I can, whether that be VFL or AFL. Like I want to play in a team that wins. I haven't played finals in since about 15 or 16. So I want to be in a successful team and I want to perform to the highest level I can. And then, you know, if I'm able to do that, you know, who knows what happens. But, you know, I've got a life outside of football now, which, you know, when you're an AFL footballer, you, you'd be very careful about how you balance yourself. I'm, you know, as a VFL player, you can, you know, be, be a bit less careful and, you know, you can spend more time out doing what you want and, uh, you know, like an equal amount of time training and playing VFL. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to play it by year and, See how I go. I'm I'm not phased if I do or don't. Like Mm -hmm. if I do, awesome. I'll be wrapped. But it's not. It doesn't define me anymore. So,
0: do you reckon that that's like an Australian culture thing where it's like I'm not going to come out and say I want to get drafted because I'm like a bit worried about what people
1: think of me. Like because I I I don't know. That's just something that. Well, it's like for where I want to be in life. If I'm setting up, if I'm like aiming to only get drafted what if i don't you know like there's i have to do other things to be able to live the life i want to live Mm -hmm. you know so with with my real estate and advocacy business i've got goals for that which i'd almost much rather tick off than you know getting drafted but if i get drafted i'd still like to to you know tick them off as well so i think right now where i am in life i've found a good balance of what i want to do mm-hmm. which i i wish i could have done it earlier when i was playing afl but i was so young i didn't have that experience that education that i did so i, I just think if you're only aiming to get drafted then you're almost setting yourself up for failure in in the future like you yeah. should always have something else going whether that be like study or you know um, part-time work um, experience like um, studying a trade or whatever, learning a trade, like mm. it's you—you you have to do something else because you realize as as soon as you're out of the system, you're you're almost like a number. So um, there's a lot of people who suddenly don't care about you. They're, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people who do care for you and like you who, for who you are and um, the player that you were or the person you were. But you know, a lot of them don't because mm. at the end of the day it's a business mm-hmm. so yeah that's my view on it
0: out. mate you, you're actually spitting some some nice um some nice
1: little reels and shorts for you yeah <laughs> well I've, I've, <laughs> mate, I've had a long time to think about nice. it you know <laughs> that time in noosa i was sitting on the beach on my own trying to contemplating a, well yeah i was just thinking i'm like oh you know wow yeah, I've, <laughs> I've got my own views of separate things but to be fair, the AFL-PA have been really, really good. Like, they're setting me up and, you know, they've been helping me with my education and um, setting me up with connections and contacts. Wow. So, yeah, they're really good at helping players for life after football. So, um, yeah, it's not all doom and gloom as I've made it out to be. Like, no. it's, it, it, I've had the best time of my life when mm-hmm. I was on on a list. But... You know, it's that that period when you're off a list and you start to feel like nothing. It's like, you know, I could have been treated better or this could have been done to make my time more pleasant or my transition from AFL player to real world person.
0: (laughs) Something to fall back
1: on. Yeah, exactly right.
0: um, You know, you're, you're doing some pretty great things now though. Like you said, you've got yourself a little bit of a real estate business that You're working it through, yep. Um, which is going great,
1: yeah, going well. So, um, yeah, I've been doing that for about six or seven months now, and um, yeah, it's it was hard to find what I liked, um, post football because I, like I said before, I've put all the eggs in a lot of the eggs in that basket and wasn't sure what I wanted to do, like a lot of young men and women, so mm. um. Yeah, odds luckily I had a cousin in real estate and he kind of got me into to that. And yeah, kind of just went from there and um, I'm a referral partner for a, a couple of real estate agencies and then run a, a buyer's advocacy business. So I buy and search for properties for people who ask me to. So. Which
0: I'm going to be doing in about six months I reckon Yeah perfect we'll, we'll get chatting
1: Yeah we'll get chatting We'll get chatting What, what are we looking for A mansion Tura- uh, Turak or something Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can afford that Unfortunately Not yet need to get you know, people To watch it the You might potty. blow
1: up like Louie <laughs> yeah. That's all you need
0: I need some more I need some more brand deals I think yeah. I need more pe- people To listen to the potty Yeah exactly <laughs> um, I've got some Some interesting questions Here From a few fans
1: of fans or you, my fans or yours?
0: Well, I think that they're my fans, but I think that they're going to become your fans. I hope so. Uh, after this podcast, because you, you spit some very good uh, knowledge for us. First question I've got. Yeah. What are your tips? For, why are you laughing?
1: Because I, <laughs> I don't know what your fans you could say. I'm a little bit worried. There was some yeah. stupid questions. Any, any more
0: questions about like any of that sort of stuff? Just don't ask it. I've had some stupid
1: questions. I did hear them as well. There Tom's was... fans need to pull their head yeah. in. Yeah,
0: come on, guys. We've got your Instagram account handles. I know you are. Tom's mum sees his DMs. I, yeah, something. exactly. She actually organises all of my DMs <laughs> on the Prime Train account, not on the other one. Uh, tips for any youngsters wanting to get into the AFL. Three tips for youngsters trying to get into
1: the AFL. Three tips. you got to run as much as you can. Great call. Cool. Yeah. You the, You have dad, no
0: idea the fitness that you have to be out to play in AFL. Yeah,
1: dad Dad always told me like, the running game's here to stay. So, you know, I wish I did a little bit more running when I was younger, but I didn't. I don't know why. <laughs> running, so, number run. one. Um, what else? Practice your, your skills as much as you can before and after training. At intensity and under fatigue as well, Ooh, so cool. that would be my one because you've got to hit targets in the AFL. Came in, my kicking wasn't really that good, so that set me back a little bit. And then the third one would be play to your strengths mm, as well. Cool. So um, yeah, I would I'd say play to your strengths because you know if you're good at one or two things, that you know you'll probably become a good player.
0: It's a really good call. I think that uh, note. That you always say is like play to your your weapon or play to your strength like like you said because that can literally be the reason for you getting drafted or not getting drafted like i know a lot of people get drafted just because their weapon let's say is their endurance yeah or their weapon might be that they're a fantastic ball user and you can literally get drafted off just that one
1: thing yeah you know a lot of people say oh he only got drafted because he's an athlete so what? You got drafted. So what? Be you got athlete. drafted. Being an athlete. <laughs> exactly. Or he only got drafted because he doesn't miss a kick. Mm. Well, what are you doing? Well, that, are you yeah. <laughs> why aren't you drafted then? <laughs> you can bag him, but you're not drafted. <laughs> uh, are
0: you single? Is another question that I got. No, I'm not. Oh nah. damn! No. I had I had so many. Uh,
1: got a beautiful I girlfriend. A- yeah. So stop stop. Don't DM stop Tom. DMing me. Yeah. Don't don't DM Cairo. K- shout out to Cairo as well year and a half very happy wow yeah we not going Kyra. anywhere
0: yeah big fan of the podcast as well I know. yeah
1: well she's only little so she's a little fan she's tiny <laughs> she's tiny she
0: does she will definitely become an avid podcast listener she will this. very talk to me a bit about her because she's kind of low-key famous
1: yeah low-key so she's big on tiktok for, uh, 400k 500k i, would, I don't know well you'd that. know more than i would like I, I, don't, don't, I don't know i don't
0: do tiktoks um cancelled i just do podcasts yeah
1: out. so she's a good mover she can dance um she's pretty good looking i reckon a good, well good, i'd good, hope so. she's got a good personality as well so i think i think it's a mixture of all three and she gets her fans for you know her personality her looks and um you know the way she moves as well so <laughs> and i think also they like they might like her hair mm. i think she's she's got very luscious hair do you so.
0: reckon that they follow for the relationship content
1: yeah, actually I've gone viral a few times. <laughs> yeah. You mean uh,
0: you've you mean you both gone viral? No. She, she
1: might have had a few videos that didn't go so well and then puts me in them <laughs> and then, you know, it'll blow up. So <laughs> I no, there's a lot of people comment on our height difference. So they like that. Yeah, 40, 40 something centimeters, forty three I is think. That is a lot. Yeah.
0: Now you guys have been together for a year and a half, which yeah. is a, a long time and um, you know, she's had some pretty massive DMs come through
1: correct from yeah
0: from some famous people yep um Tiger I think one yeah um do you have any tips for for a successful relationship because I mean you guys you guys are steady and strong
1: yeah so just be a better bloke than Tiger basically <laughs> it's not it's not that hard like there are plenty of blokes better than me but not um, Tiger I was, yeah I, I still got I still got Cairo but yeah if Tiger's listening like Free tickets. I know you're hearing. I, I think he's here this year, so he
0: does listen to the podcast. Yeah, I know I, he does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I he does. know he does. <laughs> he's definitely so, one of the listeners.
1: If he wants to chop some free tickets, that would be great. <laughs> I yeah. know for a fact i, will, I would listens. come. I don't want the nosebleeds. I would like front row <laughs> and Cairo. I'll bring Cairo as you well. Want
0: backstage is you know what you want.
1: Nah, not that's too close okay. to him. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, you got to keep your distance actually because he might steal Cairo off your hands. <laughs>
1: yeah well no no Kyra, I think Kyra and I are pretty happy so yeah but a free ticket like I, I, I'll give him that like yeah I'll, we can sit in the crowd together and hopefully he's happy with Kyra and then I look like a really good boyfriend for getting tickets so True. it's a win-win for all parties involved
0: you are a good boyfriend yeah I, I
1: think so as well good work
0: um well that's almost a wrap but before we wrap I just want to shout out to Alive symbiotic which is um our new soft drink which is very exciting just making waves through the australian open recently we've obviously got curios um the brand owner who's doing massive things so, so. you're
1: the second biggest celebrity with the well louis probably bigger than me oh no these days maybe you're not top five yeah
0: you are. no i don't think i'd even be top five owners <laughs> <laughs> you love the alive symbiotic i do love it favorite so. flavor
1: um, I actually like ginger. Ooh. Yeah. I don't love the ginger as much. I'm not a ginger guy. No, I'm a big ginger man. The- I flogged the lemon lime
0: bitters. And I've actually yeah. come around a blood orange passion fruit. That's it. It's my, just that's the most number popular.
1: Two, number yeah. two for me. It's so yeah. good.
0: We've actually got new flavors coming out as well. We've got raspberry lemonade. Elite. Which is going to be exciting. And we also have an orange flavored uh, soft drink as well, which is better than Fanta. So if you're drinking Fanta, you want something better. What? Like a Lea <laughs> You know, Lea yeah. Lea drinks Fanta. Doesn't drink water. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's your fun fact. That's all I've got for you. Perfect. (laughs) Well, Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. You're always welcome again. Thanks for having me. Maybe we'll bring Cairo in next time. We we will bring Cairo's definitely coming on a podcast because I want to talk about DMs and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate.